Hi, welcome to the five minute shift. I'm mom coach Stephanie Rosenfield bringing you another quick tip for you to feel better in your momming today. What do you normally do when your kid's behavior gets out of control? Like how many times has your child said something disrespectful, gotten too physical or went from zero to a hundred? So a couple of weeks ago, my client told me that her house feels like a combat war zone after school. She has three kids and she explained that her oldest, her eight-year-old has been super difficult. He's using disrespectful language, being defiant and physical. And she tries to calmly respond and she tries so hard, but eventually she loses it and starts to threaten and yell and insists he talk to her with respect. The thing is, the threatening and yelling back isn't working. It's not changing her eight-year-old's behavior. In fact, she notices that it increases and things start to get worse, but she doesn't know what to do because she feels scared that it's going to rub off on the two younger kids and that she has no other choice. And she feels this responsibility as his mom to not have the disrespectful talk in her house and to teach him the lesson that he should learn in life. Can any of you relate to this? The thing is, she knows that he's a good kid, but she thinks that she's failing him. And here's what I know. I know that she's a good mom and the threatening and yelling, the reason that it's happening is because she's scared. She's scared about what his behavior means about him, what it means about his future and what it means about her and her parenting. Fearful that he's going to grow up and be this disrespectful teenager who doesn't listen to authority and that she's failed him somehow. Does your brain ever spiral like this about your kids too? Okay, but from what I know from coaching over a hundred moms, is that the way to de-escalate a kid and shift the behavior isn't through threats. It's not through yelling and it's not through demanding. In fact, that's the way to make their behavior increase. You may see that in your own home. So if this is happening in your house, I want you to know that there is hope. And I'm gonna share the one tip that I gave this mom that had her getting on the call the following week and saying the intention-seeking behaviors have greatly subsided. Now, things weren't perfect, but she saw a huge shift in his behavior, and she said the home felt so much more peaceful. And this one thing is connection, creating moments of connection, moments of positive experience that outweighed all the negative attention that he was getting. So the first thing I told her to do is that every day, her or her husband would give him individual positive attention by doing something fun. And this didn't have to last hours, playing a board game, going to a movie, getting their favorite dinner, a time where the other two littles weren't there and it was just them. I wanna give you an example here. In my 20s, I had a roommate. She was my best friend who I loved dearly, but we were living together and things started to get a little shaky. We started to get on each other's nerves. I hated the way that she left the living room a mess and she was annoyed that my hair was all over the apartment every time I blew dry it. Slowly over weeks, the way that we talked to each other was not nice. And when we were together, it wasn't enjoyable. We found that we wanted to spend less time together and neither one of us changed our behavior. I didn't start cleaning up my hair and she didn't start cleaning up the living room differently because we were so annoyed with each other. Until one day when we were two ships passing in the night, we sat down and talked. Okay, we both vocalized that like things weren't working. We were besties. We loved each other and we really wanted it to change. So we promised not to point out the annoying things in each other 
And we started watching our favorite shows, ordering in our favorite sushi, doing things that we like to do together and laugh. And slowly the relationship repaired. And naturally, I started to clean up my hair. And naturally, she started to clean up the living room. I'm using this example because when we use connection in any relationship, we start focusing on the positive interactions and we naturally feel better in the relationship. And we want to do things differently because we feel better about the other person. And our behavior changes naturally because we feel connected. So the three takeaways I want you to try is one, focus on connection. For the next two weeks, each day, positive interactions, having fun together, pointing out what's going right. I love how quickly you got your shoes on. The second thing I want you to try is even clearing the air. Like I did with my friend, you can say, I noticed things haven't been feeling good and I want them to change because I love you, right? Even just clearing the air and saying, I am gonna focus on shifting things because I love you. And the third thing is during these two weeks, letting the other things go just for now. Okay, so if you want to take this all a step further and gain insights that are specific to you and your family, that's exactly what I do with my one-on-one mom coaching clients. You can sign up for a complimentary consult call to learn how coaching can help you and your family. Go to stephaniercoaching.com slash consult to sign up.